0: Esther Podcast is designed for Christian women who God has called to a career. Our goal is to identify the modern Esther in all women and to leave you feeling empowered with the mission to glorify God in your vocation. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Modern Esther Podcast. A Christian Podcast for Women. I, um, I have a big apology to give to all my listeners who um, constantly keep up with the podcast every couple of weeks. I did not mean to, but I have taken a little hiatus. Um, some of that is because of uh, school. Finals really hit me pretty hard. Um, this semester, but also because I've been sick. And the reason is, is because I am expecting a baby. Um, We are expecting our little nugget in July of this year now, because Happy New Year. Um, So it's been exciting. Um, I'm in the second trimester now. And Thank goodness, right, for all the moms who have understood and have gone through morning sickness. But, um, yes, it's a wonderful thing, and um, it's just been a little bit hectic um, trying to to manage all of that. But so very blessed and so very happy. So, um, excuse just very excited to make that announcement but I do apologize that I've been gone I don't intend to be gone that um, far and if I do I will let you all know Um, but I did want to just pick right back up where we were with Miriam and if you guys are listening I'll just remind us that we were at uh, Miriam we're in the study of Miriam and how she is the sister of Moses and how she is a prophet and a prophetess and she um is it played a very big role in not only um, saving Moses as a child, but also preparing kind of the women of Israel, um, the Jewish women at the time and how they were looking up to her as this woman leader. And she led them in um, songs of worship and dances to God. And we definitely talked about all of that last time. And now um, we don't really see her mentioned anymore in Exodus. Um, Aaron is mentioned, a couple of other characters, but we see her mentioned again in Numbers 12, and it's not her finest hour. So that's why this episode is named Miriam, uh, the rebellious spirit. And I like that because we all have a rebellious spirit, whether you know we want to admit it or not. But um, hers really comes out in. And I kind of feel sorry for her in some ways because it's like no one wants their dirty laundry aired out for everybody to see. And this was probably one of her darkest moments. But at the same time, it is so nice to know um, that someone like Miriam, like chosen by God, designated by God, favored by God, is still susceptible to sin and can fall. Like they're not perfect and no one is going to be so. Anyway, so picking up in Numbers 12, I'm just going to read, and then we'll kind of um, go through it. Um, Starting in verse 1, Miriam and Aaron began to talk against Moses because of his Cushite wife, for he had married a Cushite. Has the Lord spoken only through Moses, they ask? Hasn't he also spoken through us? And the Lord heard this. Now Moses was a very humble man, more humble than anyone else on the face of the earth, which that's a very random thing to put in there, but it becomes very important for this conversation today. So um, continuing in verse four. At once the Lord said to Moses, Aaron and Miriam, come out to the tent of meeting all three of you. So the three of them went out. Then the Lord came down in a pillar of cloud. He stood at the entrance to the tent and summoned Aaron and Miriam. When the two of them stepped forward, he said, "'Listen to my words. "'When there is a prophet among you, "'I, the Lord, reveal myself to them in visions. "'I speak to them in dreams. "'But this is not true of my servant Moses. "'He is faithful in all my house. "'With him I speak face to face, "'clearly and not in riddles. "'He sees the form of the Lord. "'Why then are you afraid to speak?' Why you, Why then are you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? The anger of the Lord burned against them, and he left them. When the cloud lifted from above the tent, Miriam's skin was leprous. It became white as snow. Aaron turned toward her and saw that she had defiling skin disease. And he said to Moses, Please, my Lord, I ask you not to hold against us. The sin we have so foolishly committed, do not let her be like a stillborn infant coming from its mother's wombs with its flesh half eaten away. So Moses cried out to the Lord, please God, heal her. The Lord replied to Moses, if her father had spit in her face, would she not have been in disgrace for seven days? so confine her outside the camp for 7 days after that she can be brought back in so miriam was confined outside the camp for 7 days and the people did not move on till she was brought back after that the people left the hazeroth and encamped in the desert of paran so there's a lot um in there as always there's always so much good stuff in in uh in stories i think um but so many lessons that we can learn. But I just kind of wanted to basically talk a little bit about the skin disease that she had and then kind of go into the story. So um, the skin disease is definitely what they would consider as leprosy. And um, this leprosy is um, a lot of times in some Asian countries and African countries. But what is leprosy? And it's defined as a infection by this um, bacterium called Mycobacterium leprae and it affects the skin, eyes and nose and even the peripheral nerves which I'll talk about these symptoms Um, and it can be cured now with this multi-drug antibiotic antibiotic regimen but back then they they didn't have access to this, right? Antibiotics weren't discovered until, oh my goodness, millennials later. So we're kind of looking at um, kind of a death sentence to Miriam, and what this would do to someone who would be um, struck with leprosy is it would include like light or colored red skin patches, so the skin would look different. Um, it because it was affecting the peripheral nerves, it actually will reduce all these sensations and it'll give them numbness. So if you've ever had, like, your arm fall asleep or something like that, what you're actually doing is it's falling asleep because you're compressing that nerve, and so you're losing that sensation. So you'll get weak, and it'll be numb. And so just imagine that kind of feeling that that's what leprosy would do to people. Um, On top of the skin, um, patches can also develop into... Uh, skin ulcers and so it could actually deform people and um kind of start rotting their skin away. Um and we see you know it's it's not really um sex dependent it, it can happen more in males than females, which is interesting that Aaron didn't get struck with that. Um we're not gonna talk too much about that today, but that is an interesting thing. And um and then you know it can hit really at any age. So this is a this is a very scary disease. That would encourage you guys to look up pictures. It kind of does put everything in perspective. Um, but biblically, um, there were kind of about you know four to five major outcasts. You know, in biblical times, um, that would be people who were not of um, Jewish culture, um, who were poor, um, and people who had some kind of ailment to them, especially leprosy. And the reason is, is because leprosy is so contagious. So all of the people who caught this disease would have to be sent to live either in a leper society or just away from people. And what, you know, is kind of indicated at the end of this passage in Numbers 12 is that Miriam was actually expelled from the camp for seven days. And the seven, you know, being a powerful number. And we'll come back to that. But why? Like, what did she do so bad to deserve this treatment of all treatments? Couldn't he, couldn't God just speak to them and scare them enough? And, um, that was kind of what I was thinking. I feel like if I was standing in the presence of God and he was disapproving, I feel like I would immediately just like be freaked out, but I don't know if, um, Miriam was. And the thing about what the real issue was, there have been many scholars that have kind of um, gone back and forth about what was really going on. Cause it does say Miriam and Aaron began to talk against Moses because of his wife. And we don't know if that's because Moses left his wife that he married to when he was um, kind of expelled from Egypt for all those years, or if, and, and he picked up a new wife or if that wife came with him and because she was a Kushite or a country of, um, you know, not a Jewish person, that the race would be different and the religion would be different. And Miriam and Aaron didn't think it was right for Moses to remain married or get married to a woman who was not of their um ethnicity. And so, um, so, you know, we see, we see this kind of challenge, but the real challenge wasn't, um, to Moses. Uh, the real challenge was to God. And you see that clearly in verse two, where they asked, has the Lord spoken only through Moses? Hasn't he spoken also through us? And so they were elevating themselves, um, as chosen as Moses was chosen. And I believe that that was the real issue, that she was struck with leprosy because she needed to be humbled because God had allowed her to lead the women and be a woman of influence. And she began to think of herself um, higher than she needed to be. And in that way, God needed to show her that she was very replaceable and that um, what he says goes, not what she says goes. And you see this all throughout scripture of pride being one of the most hated sins by God. We see this in Isaiah 2.12. It says, The Lord Almighty has a day in store for all the proud and lofty, for all that is exalted, they will be humbled. We see it in James four six. but he gives us more grace that is why Scripture says, God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. Um, Proverbs eleven two: when the pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. You always see God talking about pride um, will have a fall or disgrace, but he, he always couples that with humility. And how much wisdom humility comes. And I think that getting back to verse three, we see that now Moses was a very humble man. We see that Moses was put in a power and a place of power and leadership, and he was still remaining very humble. Um, now, one verse that kind of is a little bit um scary, but very true is in Proverbs 16, 5, it says, The Lord detests all the proud of heart. Be sure of this. They will not go unpunished. And that is a promise. God promises that when you are proud, you will be punished. Um, What is so interesting about this story is we see Miriam in Numbers 12 become very prideful and thinking she is worthy of more than God has given her. Um, and we see that God has to punish her. But what also cracks me up is that Moses in Numbers 20, so just a couple of chapters later, we see that he becomes very prideful. And so I don't want to read that whole entire chapter, um, but if you guys go back and want to read it, it's Numbers 20. And we see that the people, are uh, the Israelites are complaining um, and they're trying to get water and there wasn't any water. And so they're just literally like always complaining. If you read Exodus and Numbers, they're just constantly complaining. And I think Moses kind of lost his cool. And so we see in verse nine, it says, so Moses took the staff from the Lord's presence, just as he commanded him. And he and Aaron gathered the assembly together in front of the rock. And Moses said to them, listen, you rebels, must we bring you water? Out of this rock, must we bring you water out of this rock? Then Moses raised his arm and struck the root twice with his staff. Water gushed out in the community and the livestock drank. But the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Because you did not trust in me enough to honor me as holy in the sight of the Israelites, you will not bring this community into the land I give them. So I remember listening to this and reading this as a kid and thinking, Oh my gosh, Moses wasn't ever allowed to go to the promised land because he had a temper. But that wasn't it at all. Moses had a temper. And yeah, maybe God didn't want him to strike the rock. But he didn't get to go to the promised land because of verse 10, when he said, listen, you rebels, must we bring you water out of this rock? Well, Moses didn't have any power. All of his power came from God. And so by saying we, he wasn't acknowledging the holiness and righteousness and honor that needed to be given to the Lord Almighty. And God called him out on that and called Aaron out on that and said, you're not going to ever go to the promised land um this is going to be the life and you're going to you're going to die in the desert and um it's very similar to Miriam they both got punished just like it says in 16:5 Proverbs 16:5 be sure of this the proud of heart will not go unpunished and so um you know and and i think that that's just really interesting to kind of see that um these characters are real Like, they're going to struggle with things that we struggle with every day. Um, But for us and kind of being women of Christ, um, chasing this cross and probably being put in positions, especially like if, you know, in their workforce, God is going to honor you for doing work and, and he's going to honor you for doing his glory. And so at what point does him honoring you feel like, you deserve it instead of you're just blessed to have it. So I guess the real question becomes, is there anything in our lives right now and in us and in our hearts that needs humbling and, um, just being an open book? Like I know I've been guilty of this. I am guilty of this. Um, I will start feeling chosen and special and I will start feeling all this extra love from God and start finding that I am thinking of myself as invincible And I'm not invincible because, you know, I'm close to God. I'm just invincible because I'm awesome. And I know that's terrible to say, but it's true. And I have to constantly be praying to God to remind um, myself, for him to remind me that I am nothing um, without him and I would be nothing without him. And all of these um, wonderful opportunities that he's given me and all this extra love and blessings that I feel, um, isn't because I'm special. It's because God is full of grace. Um, a story, a part of the story that never gets really looked at much and I think is really important is the very end. And it's when Moses cried out on Miriam's behalf. And it said, please, God, heal her. And the Lord replies to Moses, well, if a father had spit in her face, which that would have been, you have disappointed the father, you have disgraced the father, you have dishonored an actual earthly father, then she would have been disgraced for seven days. Indicating two things. Well, that's why he chose seven days outside of the camp, but also indicating that he still thought of her as his daughter. And I just love that because it wasn't, he was basically telling Moses and Miriam, like, I don't love you any less. I love you so much. I have to discipline you and I have to humble you. And you're not going to be punished with this forever. You're going to be punished with this for seven days so that you know that I am your God and I rule your life. But just because you fall short doesn't mean you fall from my grace. And I love that because grace is literally defined as God's blessing in spite of the fact that we don't deserve it. God, I just thank you so much for all the grace that you've shown me in my life when I definitely don't deserve it. And I just pray that you remove any pride in my life and in anyone's life listening and that we just truly walk in the fact that we're your daughter's but that you're still our Father and that you still are our King and can can dictate anything in our life and actually not can't but should. And so with anything that's bothering us or we're struggling with, or we just come to you and we just ask you to take it away, but also, God, that you would just continue to show us how much you love us by humbling us continually. Um, in your name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for joining me and coming back and continuing to listen. Um, we have one more episode of Miriam left, and um, and then we're going to probably do a breakout session and um, breakout episode, and then we'll start on a new woman. So I am kind of excited to wrap up Miriam she's been very good and she's actually been very challenging but she's been one of those um, very realistic characters so make sure you tune in it will be posted in two weeks the next episode and I still would love to hear from anybody and anyone who needs prayer or to reach out and tell their story um, be sure to do that at the modernester um, podcast at gmail.com or um, check out our Website at TheModernEster.com dot com. So, all right, guys. Well, you guys have a happy new year, and God bless.